Blog Talk Radio. There are way too many broke Christians in this world, and that needs to change. This wealth-building segment of Debt-Free Wealth Radio partners up with Sean Hyman to help you create wealth, live life more abundantly, and give more generously. You have tuned in to Debt-Free Wealth Radio with Trudy Behrman. Thank you for taking us along with you as you're listening in on your mobile phone, on the web, or through our syndicated outlets. Welcome. I invite you to come on board as we explore all things money to move Christians to profitable stewardship via debt-free wealth by embracing the Bible as a practical, relevant guide to success. Today's topic is Option Trading Demystified, the basics, strategy, and the transfer of wealth. Now, there are way too many Christians that are broke, and that really needs to change. So that is why I am so appreciative that Sean Hyman has agreed to do a monthly show with me to help you create wealth so that you can live more abundantly and, most importantly, give more generously. Now, most of you may already know Sean, but he is a regular financial contributor on major TV networks. His book, Option Trading Demystified, will provide this conversation today and help us understand why the financial market is one good place for the transfer of wealth to take place. And if you learn how, it can transfer a portion of the world's wealth to you. So the trend is your friend. Charts, breaking news, financial data, fundamentals, the bulls and the bears. Do you feel overwhelmed sometimes with all the information out there? I know I do sometimes. How do you make profitable decisions with all the money noise? And after the disaster of the recession, many people decided to take control away from brokers and into their own hands. I was definitely one of them. Now, Sean is the editor of Money News and the Ultimate Wealth Report. He is an, he has an extensive background in the financial markets, having spent more than 20 years in the investing trenches. He's been a stockbroker at Charles Schwab and a training course, trading course instructor for FXCM, or the Foreign Exchange Market. So today he's going to weigh in on how to build wealth from home through investment strategies. He's also the author of The Biblical Money Code, and he's the author of the book we're going to be focusing on today, Option Trading Demystified, Six Simple Trading Strategies That Will Give You an Edge. Now, a link to his book is going to be here in this show description. However you found this show today, there's going to be a link to his book that you can go ahead and purchase it right here in the show description, as well as in my blog post in on trudybearman.com under Money Talk. Uh, welcome, Sean. Hey, it's good to be with you. <laughs> I appreciate you, sir. Now, we have talked about this concept before privately about having more than enough. And, and you know, enough... Enough is a state that creates comfort, and a lot of people are satisfied with having enough and not having extra. But then sharing becomes a challenge for them. Deuteronomy 30 verse 9 says, 
and I'm reading from the complete Jewish Bible version, says, Then Adonai, your God, will give you more than enough in everything you set out to do. The fruit of your body, the fruit of your livestock, the fruit of your land will all do well. For Adonai will once again rejoice to see you do well, just as he rejoiced in your ancestors. So, Sean, would you agree that this verse suggests yeah. that God gives us more than enough? Yeah, absolutely. Um you know, I mean, logic. people tend to go back to their logic because a lot of times they don't know the Word of God. and So they think, well, really all I need is to get by. All I need is just my needs met. And they think that anything above that, well, I'm just getting greedy or too ambitious or, or too worldly or too, you know, loving money too much or something like that. But that's really, really not true. Matter of fact, there's uh, places in the Bible where it talks about giving to the poor. Well, how can you give to the poor if you are the poor? Uh, it talks about, you know, if you have two coats, you know, give one to somebody else. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it, so it, there, there's a there's a need to have uh, abundance because you're able to distribute that to, uh, you know, to, to others. So, and, you know, I mean, even with our own kids, I mean, do you want your kids to just get by or, you know, would you like them to have more than enough? Of course, we as as fathers and mothers want our kids to have even, you know, more than what they need just to get by. And, and, you know, so if we've got that much concern and love for our earthly kids, you know, how much more so does God have, you know, love and concern for his kids? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, now, I didn't, I kind of mentioned this in the preamble. I didn't actually shoot this one over to you earlier, but the the concept of transfer of wealth that's basically what's happening in the market just kind of speak to the idea of transfer of wealth because this is a huge biblical concept anyways just kind of talk about that for a moment yeah i mean there were a lot of transfers of wealth in the bible um from you know kings and and uh regimes to you know to abraham uh to isaac to jacob um uh david you know just different ones where there were Times where there were huge sums of wealth transferred from, uh, you know, from one uh, entity, usually a kingdom, uh, to you know some of God's men and women at the time, and so uh, this is very biblical. I mean, this just didn't happen once; it wasn't a one-off event. And so, God has definitely shown through the patterns of the Old Testament all the way through the principles you can find all through the Old and New Testament um, that He wants. Uh, his his children to to have wealth. Of course, they got to be open to it. They got to you know they got to know the word. They got to be looking for it, and they 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 especially have to believe that they are a candidate for it and that they can have it. Because the thing that God will never do is supersede your will. It's just the way He set things up. And so um, so you have to believe that um, that God wants you to have wealth. That He wants you to have abundance. For it to ever, for him to ever even be able to bring it your way. Absolutely. Now, your book, uh, this particular book we're talking about, options trading, demystified six simple strategies. What trader would you say would benefit the most from this book? The novice or the experienced trader, or both? Which one? Well, both, but particularly the the newer uh, trader, because most people do trading all wrong, and they put the the odds, the the statistical edge, against them. So they're, you know, they're the, the you know, how, how does Las Vegas make all its money? They keep an edge in their favor. They can't determine who's going to necessarily going to win or lose, but they can determine the edge. And so, 
while option trading is far from Las Vegas, but it does hold the similar attribute of um, if you have an edge in your favor over long periods of time, you tend to do well. And, and, and you know, I just give Las Vegas as a good example of having that statistical numerical edge. They've done the math and they know how they win over time. It doesn't matter if somebody drives off with a Ferrari one day or wins a million dollars one day. They know that they will win millions and millions over time. Uh, because of that edge, and so the strategies that I teach in the uh, in the in these you know six strategies within the book uh, are simply that they put the statistical edge uh, and bent in your favor rather than against it. Because you know most people do trading all wrong, and they uh, inevitably end up putting themselves on the wrong side of that equation, and and many times not even knowing it. So even those who have had experience sometimes need to be retrained, relearned, because if they're doing it all wrong, sometimes we have to abandon some of the, the things we've been doing to be open to learning a better way. Um, now, I, I totally am on board with uh, the strategies that you teach to multiply what God has put in our hands to help us create that extra, that more than enough. So, you know, to be honest, when I bought this book, when you first put it out there and I bought it, I bought it from my college graduate son. He's reading it right now because he's he's about to embark on his trading. He was a bit slow in getting around to it because when he graduated, he had so many life issues to get settled, like finding a job, finding an apartment, learning how to live independently, setting up a budget, managing, managing his affairs. So he's just gotten that foundation in place. And he, he actually will crush his consumer debt completely next month. He set up his trade king, trading account with Trade King, which was one of the suggestions in your book. And he's about to start paper trading or practice trading. So I ended up reading the book myself because of this show. So I want to just say, say out there, guys, this writing style is very clear and easy to follow. But I'm very curious, Sean, how were you able to boil all the noise of the world of trading down to six simple trading strategies. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a teacher at heart, and my mind thinks simply. And, uh, you know, I grew up simply, I think simply, and so I take complex uh, concepts and boil them down into something more simple. And that's what I do in the Ultimate Wealth Report with stock investing, and that's what I do uh, with uh, option trading demystified. Because if you want to talk about something that can get complex, sounding real quick i mean just talk about options and so um almost pretty much every book i've ever picked up uh, about options is very complex and it's almost like you're learning a new language and they teach you a gazillion different strategies and many of them go very very complex and so i wanted to write something totally different than anything i've ever seen out there on options so if something out there like this exists i've never seen it and i've read a bunch of option books um but they get very complex, and I want it to be very simple. They covered the whole gamut of everything that's ever possible with options, and I wanted to isolate just one avenue of options that, that stays very simple, that anybody can tackle, that anybody can do. And then anytime I explain terminology, uh, one, I only want to use the terms that I have to use so that we don't get it overly complex, and then I'm going to explain those terms in plain English and give you illustrations outside of the stock market and, and option market to help you understand those examples as well. Okay, we have someone on the line, and I'm going to get to that person in a moment. I do want to just get two things out there before I bring this person in. Um, you just mentioned uh, jargon and stuff that the readers may encounter in the book. 
And when I read it, I think the most basic of those definitions uh, was call and put. Can you just kind of share those now as a definition, just in case you may mention them again as we chat? Yeah, absolutely. A, a call uh, simply gives you the right to buy an asset, which in this case is a stock, uh, but it does not make you have the obligation to buy that asset. And uh, a put is, is the same, but it's opposite. So it gives you the right to sell an asset, which is in this case a stock, uh, but not the obligation to do so. Okay, and a call tends to be the buy and a put tends to be the sell. Is that a simple? Yep, absolutely. Okay. And in and, and a, and a, and a call option, basically, is just allowing you to control that asset. So, for instance, just a real quick, simple example. If I wanted to buy a house, you know, let's say I wanted to buy a $200,000 house, but I don't have $200,000, let's say. But if the bank will tell me that, hey, if you put 10% down, then you can then you can live in the house and control the house. So if I can find $20,000 and put down, I put down a tenth, I'm controlling the whole asset. And then if that asset grows from $200,000 to $220,000, who gets the appreciation off of it? I do. So I'm controlling the asset, and I get that, and the bank may get interest, but I get the appreciation And so uh, because I'm controlling the asset. And I'm controlling a $200,000 asset with $20,000. And in a similar way, uh, somebody can control, you know, ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars worth of stock, sometimes with, you know, two, three, four, five hundred dollars. And so it allows them to take a little amount of money and control a lot of stock with it. Okay, fantastic. I'm gonna bring someone's calling from four one nine area code, and I have no idea who it is. So when you come in, please mention your first name and go ahead and make a comment or question. Oh, hi, 419. That's uh, Anuarita Barusha. I'm calling actually from El Paso, Texas. I uh, I said I was going to call in uh, because I read one of Sean's books uh, and I made the comment and uh, you asked me if I could call. <laughs> okay. What a, Do you want to make a comment or a question? Just tell us what book did you read and, and what's your comment? You know, I, I have been following Sean. I just appreciate what he does uh, as far as uh, um, teaching the public basically how to manage their wealth and make, and uh, make their money work for them. Um, I have been doing that for the past two years, and I can see improvement. I have learned a lot, and uh, I have been reading personal development books, but uh, nothing compared to what I read in uh, um, Sean's book, The uh, Six Key to Success. Um, I am following the steps. He outlined that book, and it's amazing. Um, I can see the change in my, in my financial uh, so I am so grateful that I have come to know him. Oh, wow. Thank you. What was your first name again? Anuarita. 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 Anuarita, yes. Anuarita. Yes, that's one of Sean's books. I will put a link to that as well in the description area, having brought it up. Yes, guys, Sean's written a lot of books, and we'll get around to, to probably dealing with you know each one in different shows, and but they all link together. They all really support each other, so... Um, you know, he has the Ultimate Wealth Report, which we'll get to a little bit, and they all support each other. So um, they, they may be separate books, but they're all supporting each other. Thank you, Ana Warita. Thank you. <laughs> Did you Thank have any you. other question or comment? 
Uh, no, I'm I'm just right. enjoying his talk right now. All right. Okay, cool. All right. So, um, Ana Marita, I, I'm having some technical difficulty. I'm not able to turn off your mic. You're welcome to stay on the line and listen in, but just understand that any background sound that may show up um, will come in. And if that's the case, I will cut I will cut the call. Okay. But you're welcome to stay okay. on the line. All right. So, um, all right, Sean. So let's see. Where was I? Um, all right. There are many ways to building wealth, and you kind of just touched on why option trading was a good option because you talked about, you know, what it takes to control uh, a house versus, you know, the few hundred dollars it might take to control uh, an option. So that's really I want to just kind of bring that back to an awareness because, guys, when we're when we're looking for ways to build our wealth, not everybody has. The, the thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands to own real estate. Of course, real estate is one wealth building avenue. Um, but here, as Sean just pointed out, uh, we can sometimes control thousands of dollars worth of, of options with a few hundred dollars. So I wanted to get to the um, a question that we kind of mentioned, um, Sean. How is option trading, option trading, if at all, different from straight out owning the stock? Well, it allows you to uh, control the stock for less money, and so that allows you to uh, leverage uh, yourself more so you can take a little bit of money and turn it into a lot more money percentage-wise. And it also offers you uh, some protection as well. So, you know, let's say I've got, for instance, $20,000 in a stock and it goes to zero while I've lost $20,000. Let's say that I've put, you know, controlled that same stock with an option contract you know, for $200 or $400, it'll be a fraction of that amount. And so, you know, if, if that uh, company went under, you know, then I've lost only, you know, two to $400, depending on what the price of the contract was, but it's a fraction uh, of the uh, of the money. So it allows you really to leverage uh, your returns. And so, of course, I really suggest a lot of people start with a basic stock portfolio, and that's what I teach them to do in the Ultimate Wealth Report. But for those who want to take a little bit of their money, and try to gain an added edge to edge their returns higher. Um, you can take a small percentage of your money, maybe 10% of it or so, and uh, and put into options and use these strategies to try to uh, you know make even bigger returns. Okay, you just said two things that triggered two questions for me, um, and I hope I don't forget them. The first one I want to, you just talked about the Ultimate Wealth Report with that basic stock portfolio, and then we have the, the training that you're giving in this book to open up a new avenue, which is the options. So just kind of speak a little bit to how the newsletter uh, and the book kind of, uh, you know, because people can probably be in both or, you know, how does the book help a subscriber even process the data that's in the newsletter? I, I know there's a relationship between them. They're, they're not that far off. Yeah, in the newsletter, I give stock recommendations of very solid stocks, multi-billion dollar companies that have deep pockets and huge market share and low debt and things of that sort. So they're very solid companies. And I'll give a stock recommendation of when to buy that stock and when to sell that stock. And, um, of course, a lot of people should probably start off with a portfolio of just buying the stock outright because you can hold the stock forever if you needed to. Um, but but in addition to that, somebody can take uh, the the power of options and uh, and buy an, a you know, long-dated options contract. In other words, a contract that goes out over many months, maybe even a year or two. 
and with a smaller amount of money uh, simulate what we're doing with the actual uh, stock itself. So it's just another way to invest in the stock market. Okay. Okay, good. And then, you know, before I get too lost in all this, what is the benefit of buying a put over shorting that stock? Yeah, if you short a stock, uh, shorting a stock means that you believe that the stock is going to go down in value and you're going to profit as it goes down in value. So as the asset goes down in value, your, the value of your uh, uh, short amount goes up uh, in value. But the, the risk to that is is that there's unlimited risk with a short. So if I short a stock, it can, in theory, go to oblivion. I mean, it can go to the moon. And so if that stock keeps going up, 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 I, you know, I keep having basically an unlimited loss. There's no cap on how much I can lose. So that's the danger of shorting and why, you know, I never necessarily recommend somebody actually short a stock. If somebody has a negative view on a stock, um, the best way that they can really play that is through the option market, through buying a put. Through buying a put, you're doing the same thing. You're essentially shorting, but you have a limited amount of money that you put in it, and the amount of money that you put in the option contract is the maximum amount that you can lose. So. Let's say I bought a, you know, let's say whatever, I'm, I'm you know, uh, bearish on Apple, let's say, and I think that it's going to go down. I can buy a put contract on Apple, and let's say that cost me $500 for that put option contract. Well, the most money, amount of money that I can lose on that trade is that $500. So I can't lose an unlimited amount of money. I've already predefined my risk going into it, so I know my worst-case scenario the worst day I would have would be the loss of the four to five hundred dollars, whatever the option contract uh, amount was. Whereas in shorting, it literally is an unlimited amount. Mm, interesting. That's that's very important, guys, because you know it's a little bit different than forex trading. You can put stop losses in there, so you have to be very careful. All right, so. Um, I, I want to just put in a plug here right now for the Ultimate Wealth Report and. Uh, Anorita just pointed out that there are yes. other books as well. Um, guys, with the Ultimate Wealth Report, and Sean kind of mentioned it, it is a really, really great, uh, I, I subscribe to that, and that basic stock portfolio he's talking about is right there, literally, and, you know, the stock code, everything, when to go in, when to come out, and as he just pointed out, if you are choosing to do option trading, you can still look at that list to give you a good idea of of how to to move there and i'll put a link uh, to all of that however you found the show today all those links will be there so you don't have to go you know googling it will all be here for you now sean when learning trading because this book is a teaching book there are so many tools technical and decisions that truly can be overwhelming i speak from experience and you kind of mentioned already you boil this down to six simple trading strategies if you don't mind Without going into the detail, just tell us what those six strategies are. Guys, you want to buy the book, but we're just going to just mention the list right here. Yeah, basically the, the first strategy is just a, uh, a a moving average strategy. And what is that? Uh, a moving average just is a simple way to tell you which way the stock is heading overall. So a lot of times when somebody looks at a basic chart, they go, God, I can't tell where this thing's moving up overall or going down overall. And I show you how where to go, and how to put in the parameters to where it draws a line on the chart for you that distinctly shows you the overall direction of the chart. So 
it's very easy to see if, if it's pointing upward or pointing downward. Because, again, you want to get that statistical edge, that bent in your favor. And so I talk about uh, ideal ways and ideal buying points uh, to buy uh, using this certain moving average. And I even give a visual and literally circle the places on the chart so you see what it looks like. Uh, on a chart that you might be looking at so that it really takes all the guesswork out of it. Um, the second uh, strategy uh, really builds upon that, and it uses uh, two different uh, moving averages, more of a, like a medium-term time frame moving average and a, and a long-term time frame moving average. And it's simply a, a, a crossover strategy. When, when one of the moving averages crosses over the other, um, it generates a, a, basically a buy signal uh, to be looking for, and so on the next you know pullback of that signal is when somebody would you know would end up buying into that uh, that stock or asset. So really, what I like about the moving average is, is it leaves nothing to guesswork. You don't have to draw something out on a chart. You don't have to. It's not really left up to interpretation. It's literally lines that are formed on the chart for you by the computer. There's no way you can mess them up, and uh, and you you get exact definable points. Uh, on the chart where, where you know that statistically you have that edge when you're buying. And so what that means is it doesn't mean that every single trade will, will always win. What that means is, you know, if you do these trades enough, you will end up finding that you have a long-term edge in, to your benefit. So one of the things you want to do is whatever money you have allocated option trading, you kind of want to divide that up. You don't want to put all your money in in one option contract and see how that pans out. You know, you might want to divide it up to where uh, you've got the uh, money divided by 10 or something, let's say. And and so whatever money you've got allocated to option trading, you can go into 10 different stocks so that you've got some diversification. And not 10 different stocks all at once, but it gives you multiple chances to, to get it right. Again, offering some, some diversification and keeping the statistical edge uh, in your in your favor. And then the third strategy – uh, it's just basically an indicator used that uh, measures volatility and, uh, and, and, sh and tells you when a uh, stock is very likely to uh, be at a statistical edge, uh, you know, for you to, uh, to be able to buy and that it, it will likely spend very little time after that going down and will typically rocket up after that. Um, and, again, it's an indicator you put on the chart, and it really does the, the visual and the work for you. And all you have to do is is look for the buy signal, which again I, I show many of those as an example as a visual uh, in the chart in the uh, in the book. So I'm, I'm a very visual person, so I like for people to not only see, you know understand the concept I'm describing, but also literally see what it looks like. Um, and then the uh, the fourth one um, really is is uh, builds upon that. Um, uh, volatility strategy where there's an indicator that's looking at the volatility and it's uh, it's describing uh, what what the, the the optimal pullback looks like uh, within that strategy so that it even further refines when you might have the the, the highest of likelihood of uh, of making a profit there and then the um, the fifth one talks about ranges um, when when you have um, long sideways ranges in a stock, uh, an option contract tends to get very cheap uh, because there's been very little volatility, very little movement in it. And towards the end of that range is a great time to buy into it because you're buying the option with very very cheap. 
nobody's hardly wanting it, nobody's hardly active in it. And then the breakout occurs, and breakouts after long ranges are very strong and very directional. And those big, huge moves uh, offer a huge opportunity in the option, but the thing is you want to be in the option uh, before the move starts and not not after the move begins. So I show a way. um, uh, It's called Elliott Wave Analysis, but you don't have to know that concept. All you have to know is the simple pattern that I teach you uh, to look for within those ranges, and uh, basically all it requires is that you be able to count to five, you know, so it's very simple. And then uh, once you see this pattern emerge, you buy your uh, you, you buy your option and then uh, allow the breakout to start to happen. And as the breakout starts to happen, I mean, your, your option, uh, the price of your option just, you know, just goes parabolic. It's just amazing. Um, and then the, 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 the sixth one uh, is where I simply look at, uh, two different time frames of, of charts, um, a daily chart and a weekly chart, and I put an indicator, uh, the same indicator on both time frames. And when they uh, when they both get oversold, which again only happens, you know, a handful of times a year at best, um, then it's it's like the most optimal time of the year to to be in that uh, stock. And so, uh, and again, it uses a different indicator, but again, it's got a line that shows when it's time to buy and when it's time to sell. So, again, it's very easy to understand, and I even circle those buy signals and what they look like on the uh, on the chart as well. Uh, in addition to that, in the book, I also give links where people can even learn more about these indicators so that if they ever want to delve into it further and learn even more than what I've discussed within it, they can literally just click on the links, and it'll take them to places on the Internet where it talks about those few simple indicators even more. But literally like three or four different little indicators – is about all we use, and there's like 200 or more technical indicators out there. So I boil it down. I keep it simple. Uh, they're, they're all trend-related, so we're looking for uptrends, and they're all uh, dealing with calls. So we, we boil it down to only looking for opportunities where the stock is going to go higher and has profit from it. The reason why I focus on that is because, one, it keeps it simple, and, two, uh, the stock market spends more time going up than it does going down. So even that gives you a statistical edge. Oh, wow. And I want to say, guys, I mean, Sean's results, he doesn't trade for people, but he produces these documents so that we can be educated and and make trading decisions for ourselves or talk with our financial advisors um, and give, you know, an an educated discussion as to, you know, what what we're looking for. But his results have been incredible. Um, You know, Anwanita just, just, uh, Anwanita, (laughs) did I get that right? also indicated that she's um, benefited from his work. But those those uh, results are not always typical, but they have been very strong. So um, uh, is there anything else you want to share with us, Sean? Um, no, I just think that, you know, the, the best thing for people to do is to first start off with a, you know, basic, well-diversified stock portfolio, if at all possible, Um because you know you want to own strong companies outright and own them for a long time. That's your one of your best statistical edges you'll ever have is giving any asset time to grow, uh, companies time to deliver more products, deliver more services, make more money over time, and, and thus warrant a higher stock price over time. Uh, but then also, you know, taking a, a portion of your money, a small portion of it, maybe ten percent of it or so. And uh, and going into something to where you you're going a little further out on the risk curve, but you're able to get uh, paid for taking that risk by a higher 
degree of return, higher percentage return through uh, through options trading. So I know that some people, uh, what I do in Ultimate Wealth Reports is strictly investing, is medium to long-term investing. Um, what I, I do in the um, option trading demystified literally switches hats and takes off the investing hat and puts on the trader hat because I know some people are interested in being a trader and doing it in the right way. And and, and the option trading strategies that I give, um, typically somebody will be in uh, a trade for you know days to weeks and, and occasionally months. So we're not talking about something where uh, somebody can't have a day job. And I think that's one of the important things to point out because a lot of times when people think of trading, they think of intraday trading, like a guy that does this for his job. He sits in front of a bunch of screens all day and makes 100 trades in a day or something crazy like that. It's not that at all. Uh, it's literally something that somebody can do in their spare time. Uh, they don't have to, it, you know, it can be more of like a hobby to them. It doesn't have to be like a second job to them. And they don't have to lose or ditch their day job in order to do, do this type of thing. Which is one of the reasons why I think this is a fantastic wealth building strategy because it's so important that the less amount of time that we have to trade our time for money is just fantastic. So um, thank you, thank you, thank you, Sean, um, for this. And guys, once again, all links to Sean's books, the various books mentioned today, the newsletter, um, you know, any the contacts to Sean will be in the show description. Um, however you found the show today, there will be a link to that. So I want to challenge all leaders, entrepreneurs, authors, coaches, breadwinners, step into your moment. Let's break out of this broke mode and have more than enough, more than enough so that we have enough ourselves and something to share. Thank you so much, Sean, for joining me today. Thank you for tuning in to, our, to this show. Let's pick up the momentum and press on for the prize of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ. Trudy Behrman here saying thank you. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, my caller today. And we'll connect. We have this show second Tuesday every month at 11.30 Eastern Standard Time. So we'll, unless Sean, Sean's a busy guy, we may have to reschedule that, but it's always a link that you can listen live or later. But for the most part, guys, it's second Tuesday, every month, 1130 Eastern Standard Time. Again, thank you, Sean. Thank you, Anne Renita. And y'all, thank you. See you next time. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you.